Hello, welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? It's going good. Did you have a good Christmas? It, it was really nice and very low-key. So that's, that's always good. I'm sure everyone had that, where you just didn't have all the parties. You didn't have all the large gatherings like we normally have. Uh, COVID-19 affecting a lot of us. But also compared to last year, because at this time last year I was traveling to Israel and so last Christmas was felt oh, that's very right. yeah. Last Christmas felt very frenzied because we were getting ready for our trip, and so this Christmas is like complete opposite. Because not only were we not traveling internationally, we also were not really doing a lot of stuff at all. We did get to see a few people um, in some kind of tight circles, you know, uh, but uh, but not. Not a lot like normal. So yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Very peaceful. It was, we didn't have to travel this year. So that was really nice. And, you know, that's always, I know you had, you, you guys came, I think this direction uh, to see your parents, but uh, we stayed here at the house and my parents came here. Best parents came and that was it. So we're done. Yeah. Yeah. And on to 2021. And, and not to be forgotten, kind of a crazy Christmas day here in Nashville. Yeah. I don't even know how to, think about that or process that. It's been a strange yeah. week. And of course, because we were coming that way. So we were there getting all the local news, my parents tracking what's going on, and obviously very concerned after yes. the bombing, the bombing on Christmas Day. So it's been kind of a, it's been a strange week to be a Tennessean. Very. That was one of the uh, Christmases we won't forget anytime soon, I'm sure. But the city is is healing. Cities um, moving forward, so that that's been good to see here locally. Uh, I know you were here probably all week. I think watching, seeing the news and everything. No cell service, no internet, and had to break out the antenna, Amy. Just like you, as far as internet service being out, that was affecting my parents for a few days after we got there. So it's it was a definitely a strange strange experience. Yeah, my kids had to read books, so that was good for them though. Yeah, so and we knew people, too. and we knew people who fe- who felt it and heard it and experienced mm-hmm. it. And I actually um, some family friends whose business was affected, and still mm. still trying to learn the extent of that damage. So, a couple of my favorite restaurants um, no longer there down right. on Second uh, Avenue. So kind of crazy. Right. But anyway, we will move into our show this week. I hope everybody enjoyed the year ender last week that we dropped on Christmas Day. Episode 301 was our 2020 recap uh, where we answered a bunch of the questions that we had asked on the first episode of 2020. And now we turn our attention to episode 302 in which we will ask questions for 2021. Before we do that, we do want to thank our sponsors each and every week here on the podcast located in Fort Worth, Texas. Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary is committed to providing theological education for individuals engaging in Christian ministry. Southwestern offers a variety of degree programs at the undergraduate, master's, and doctoral levels. Just this past fall, our friends over at Southwestern launched a new eight-week online class format, which means you can begin taking classes uh, like basically right away, like coming up here in January, uh, you can start with an eight-week class and get moving or get to completing your degree at Southwestern. If you're interested in more information or taking the next step in your ministry preparation, visit swbts.edu to learn more about how you can get started. So 
really grateful for those guys being on board again with us here in 2021. Amy, uh, tell us a little bit about the format today. It's a little different than normal. We're not doing the regular news thing, but uh, we, we've got some questions to ask. I kind of alluded to it earlier for 2021. That's right. So if you listen to last week's episode, we answered questions that we had asked in the New Year's episode of 2020. And boy, was, were we wrong in what we asked. We were way off. The answers were not what I expected on some of them, but I'm going to guess we weren't that different from anyone else who started out the year 2020. So this being our New Year's episode for 2021... Now we ask our top 10 questions for 2021. Um, yes. I'm hoping that there are no major surprises this year uh, that throw all of our questions off again. But at this, at this point, nothing is going to surprise me. So I think we just have to ask them and we'll see what the answers are. And one thing that we do, folks, is... We throw these out, we do this show, and then we sort of file this script away and do not pull it back out until December. So yes. I don't, I like and to we're, not... we're not going to try to answer the questions either. We're, we're just going right. to pose the questions and maybe give a little explanation on why we're asking this question, why it's an important question for us to ask. Right. Yes. And so we put them there and then we will go back at the end of the year and we'll answer the questions. So All that's right. kind of how this works. Here we go. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the question, and Amy, you're going to tell us why this is an important question for us to ask this year. So question number one, how will the COVID-19 pandemic affect us in 2021? Well, I think everyone understands why that question is there, because first of all- Because that's a question I think we all have, right? Right. It's how it's going to affect any of us. And of course, one of the reasons that we couldn't answer the 10 questions from this past year in a way that- either of us expected is because the COVID-19 pandemic affected almost everything. And so now we look at 2021, especially where we are that um, we have, well, I mean, even in the last week, there's been so much news rolling out like this kind of new, faster spreading strain that's popped up in the West and vaccines are out, but maybe haven't moved as quickly as we had hoped. And so we're sort of watching the news in the fight against COVID-19. And we're also in the middle of sort of a changing political season, which may impact. We don't really know what that's going to impact in terms of yeah. how how things are handled. Yeah, how a new administration meeting. handles yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what effect that has for individuals and for churches and ministries. Yeah. So there are a lot of aspects. I mean, first of all, just the health aspect. Then the issue of like public meetings, everything from local churches meeting all the way to the meetings that we have to have, you know, yep. we've had, hey, and you're getting ahead of yourself. I know. I'm, I'm not talking about the big meeting. I'm not yet. Okay. That's not even a discussion, but we've got board meetings coming up in the spring. We had to have yeah. virtual board meetings everywhere, you know, for a lot of our entities. So the way this gets handled and the way this goes will impact us on every level. Yeah. All right. Question number two, will we see more diverse first and second chair leaders in the SBC? As a reminder, we've got openings, uh, the top openings over at the SBTC, the Baptist State Convention of Ohio, the North Carolina Baptist Convention, Guidestone, and we have the provost at Southwestern that's open right now and other state staffers across the convention. So, And that's just the ones we know about. It's entirely likely, and I would say it's almost expected that we'll see at least one or two 
openings come up in the state convention level throughout the year. So, I mean, that, that just, that's something that happens every year, regardless of what year it is. We always see a state convention or two job come open. Yes. And just a reminder, this is a question that we really ends up on our list every year, specifically related to ethnic diversity. And one reason for that is the convention has expressed in numerous ways over the last 25 years, a desire to see that happen. The executive committee issued reports in 2011 and then, and then 2015, which was kind of an update. And that has been a major theme to look yeah. and and uh, and show how our leadership structures end up reflecting the diversity of our convention. So because of that, and because we have a lot of things in place, really asking people to 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 look for that, uh, that's a question that that I think we need to ask. Yep, it's there one that we've been asking for a few years. I think here on the podcast. So I alluded to the next question a little bit earlier. Number three: What will the annual meeting look like? All right, this is a great question, and let's go in the like everything normal, COVID, not that aspect. That's still a great question to ask because this is the first annual meeting in the time that I have been going where it is like this, and and I have no idea if it's ever been like this, where it's this sort of all-encompassing thing that the hotel, the... Oh, yeah, that's going to be awesome. the hotel, the meeting space, all the sort of auxiliary events, everything's all in the same property and we sort of have the run of the property. You know, it's all us. Um, I think that will just be very interesting. And I know there are people staying in all sorts of hotels around as well, but I just think it'll be interesting. Even if you come from another hotel and you walk in, like it's it's all us. And yeah, so you're just, not going to run into many outsiders. Right. And those like 80 rooms or whatever that are for other people, they're going to be asking, why am I here this week? So what is um, going on? Yeah. So first of all, I think that's a a really good question, even without the the COVID-19. Yeah. um, And then you throw the COVID-19 on top of that. Right. Will it be distanced? Will it be masked? You know, what what does that look like? So it's going to be totally different, I think, than what we're used to. I, I think it'd be a stretch, you know, and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I do think it's a stretch if we expect it to be just like what we remember in 2019 in Birmingham. Probably. Um, of course, by that time, we may be just very accustomed to everything's just a little different and we're kind of adjusting and yeah. figuring out how to navigate this. So I think it's an interesting question regardless. I think it's going to be a different annual meeting experience. And of course, after yeah. two years... Uh, having not had it, you know, I think everybody will be ready. So. Absolutely. All right. Number four, who will be nominated for SBC offices in Nashville? We we have one nomination announcement that we expect, and that's Dr. Moeller for SBC president. We, we've already covered that here on the podcast. We have no more, but I my guess is that over the next few weeks, we will. Yeah, usually at the beginning of of the year, we start to get more nominations for other offices or multiple nominations for um, offices. And then, of course, always remember that while it's helpful for it to be announced in Baptist Press, people can decide to nominate five minutes before they go up to the platform and there you go. So we may not know. Until nominations are closed, nominations are open. That's right. 
we may not know that the full answer to that until right before it happens. Yep. Number five, going back to the annual meeting, something that's going to be a, a quite different this year. How will the SIN conference be received in place of the pastor's conference? I hope that this is a good answer, that it's received well. I think, I actually think the whole setup in terms of us all being in the same place will really play well to that. So uh, I'll be excited to see how all of the space gets used to really point people toward mission. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. And it's important to ask this because it's such a change in the schedule. It's such a change in what we're used to. Right. So that's kind of the reason that we're asking this is just, I think I'm with you though. I I think people will be all, all about this. So Right. I'm really and, looking forward to it. And so. one thing will be interesting is historically the pastors conference has always been this kind of hype up to the annual meeting. And while the send conference will bring that, it it's in some ways the send conference is pointing past the annual meeting. It's going to be pointing Ooh, like toward our goal, you know, toward our mission. And so I think that's that's going to be a different feel and I, I I hope they sort of take advantage of that. Yeah. And speaking of uh, launching toward that goal, number six, how will the major launch of the go to initiative affect sending numbers in the coming years? So this kind of ties into that. Yeah. I would really like to see this. And when it's time to answer this question at the end of the year, we need, we need to probably do some digging to even ask both Nam well, and We may IMB. not be able to answer this question at the end of 2021, but right. maybe at the end of 2023 or 2025, we'll have a better idea. Right. But we could also ask and find out how many people who have gone this year went through GoTo. Like it, it, there may be a yeah. way for us to just see how it's how it's affecting things. Yeah. And, and I, it's going to create a pipeline of nothing else. That's it's right. It's going to create more interest. It's going to create more initiative. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to support everything NAM and IMB is already doing. So I, I think it's going to be a huge bump for us and a, and a big win and long-term for us. Number seven, will the Annie Armstrong Easter offering rebound after COVID-19 kind of cut its legs out from under it last year? I hope so. And obviously this is an important question for us to ask because NAM relies so heavily on the this offering and as does IMB on Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Uh, they they rely on that to to fund church plants, to fund missionaries across North America. So that's the reason that this question's in there is because of what happened last year with COVID nineteen, kind of chopping the legs out from under Annie and taking about fifteen to twenty million dollars off of it. So yeah, um, I I really I, I'm praying you know that we will see a rebound. I think we all are, especially the guys over at Nam. But uh, you know it's important for us to to think through that and to plan accordingly this spring. Yes. All right, number eight, the the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, switching gears over to the IMB, will they meet their $175 million goal? That, that's an important question to ask this year too. Yeah, and I I would love, I would love to see this. I'm hopeful. I said to you the other day, I want them to blow past this goal. Um, we are seeing a lot of stretch goals getting hit at the local church level for this. So if yeah. everybody hits or blows past their stretch goals, then Lottie Moon will blow past yeah. the one. Well, and if we also get some kind of activation from the, what was it, 20,000, 28,000 churches that that don't participate in the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, something like that. Right. That, uh, you know, we talked about the WMU handwriting, lo- handwriting notes. Our, our friend Allison, she showed me a stack the other day of the ones that she'd done. I think she would 100, That's 150 right. of them that she wrote. 
So this is a very important question, again, because this $175 million means more funding for missionaries across the globe. And yeah. if we're going to be ascending people and a going people and a mission-driven people, we got to fund it. So that's why this is important. All right, number nine, how will Southern Baptists respond to potential legislation from the Biden administration that could infringe on beliefs and religious liberties? Yeah, I mean, of course, that that really hinges on the fir- on the question of what legislation will we see, which, of course, yeah. I mean, this is the executive branch, but they can introduce legislation. They can, can send legislation. And then we, we obviously see what we have in the Senate, um, as we don't know if it's going to be majority Democrat, yeah, majority Republican. Right. Yeah. So we really could be looking at a very different situation at the federal government level. And honestly, we're just not sure what types yeah. of things may come out. And, you know, if we remember four years ago, there were a number of issues that our churches were concerned about navigating. Um, so we've been in this spot before, and now we are looking at something different. All right, now, Amy, the final question that we have, kind of a, a catch-all question, what will be the surprise story of 2021? I tell you what, after 2020, I think that's going to be our 10th question every <laughs> year we do this. We would have had an answer this past that's right. year. That's right. I think we need to start expecting a surprise story. But if you because... think about it, though, even without the COVID-19 stuff, there were surprise stories every year. Because we've talked about this before, how sometimes in the past we asked very narrow questions. You know, what what will Southern Baptists do about X, you know, that's going on? And then we get to the end of the year, and it's like, wait, what like, was what? that about again? We because didn't even I don't remember even that. remember that story. It like went away. Right. So we've we kind of learned our lesson. It only took us five years, Amy, to learn our lesson. That's right. On this. That's right. So but, uh, that's yeah. the big question. And so I can't wait to see what what happens because I tell you, twenty twenty really has been a year for the history books on so many levels. And uh it it will be interesting to see if there are big surprises just on global news, national news, and certainly in convention news. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you were to go back and think about 2016 and what the surprise story there would have been in 2017 and 2018, 2019, those are things that you look back at the beginning of the year and you you just didn't see that coming, whatever it was. So, and obviously we, we just got over with that with 2020. With right. And, and you so. have some years that stand out more than others. Obviously, 2001 stands out that when we started oh, yeah. 2001, it's kind of the beginning of, of still starting off the millennium. And 2001 started and life looked very different. Every, you know, when you took, I always try to explain to the kids, this is the, the most mundane thing. But when you took someone to the airport, you walked them all the way to the gate. And then all of a sudden life is completely different now because of this event that happened. And we started 2001 and had no, no understanding of how the world was going to change. And you Mm -hmm. have other years that sort of are in the national consciousness. Um, 2020 though, that that's going to stand out as one of those years where our lives really, really changed. So it will be interesting. I, I I actually would take that question and put it into some parts uh, is like what will be the surprise story of 2021 nationally and how, or globally and how does that impact us? And what will be the surprise story just within the convention itself? Yeah. So yeah. got a lot to look out for. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right. So those are our 10 questions. What did we miss? What did you, uh, what would you add if you had a question for us? Maybe throw some of those at us on Twitter and we can maybe talk about them next week on the show. We can uh, throw a few more out there and see what they are. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at SBC this week or each of us at AC wit at Jonathan underscore how you can uh, DM us. Our DMS are open. If you want to do it that way or just, just shoot us a, a regular tweet and I uh, will take a look at those questions maybe on next week's episode uh, from our listeners. So uh, we had a lot of people responding to our fascinating P- uh, Southern Baptist, most fascinating Southern Baptist of 2020. I don't know if you saw that online, Amy, but uh, some people pretty excited about being on that list. That's uh, yeah, it's becoming a thing now. I'm realizing my Barbara Walters dream there. So there you go. Yeah, I guess that makes me Hugh Downs. So oh, nice little pop culture reference that. there. Not everybody's going to get that one, but no. Well, that's going to do it for our opening episode of 2021. That's going to take a while to get used to writing on my checks. Actually, no, it won't. Amy, you know why? We don't write checks anymore. I don't write checks anymore. All right. So, um, yeah, but it is 2021. Good riddance 2020. Amy, I'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.